0: Welcome into A to Z Sports Powered by BetMGM and Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area. Go to RentersWarehouse.com. do the Pulse of Fitness 115-minute workout Equals five plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workout's free. Wilson County Hyundai. If you need a new car, head out to Lebanon and check them out at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Calvin and Settle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings to upgrade that home. Head to calvinandsettle.com and the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic sports medicine care. Speaking of bone and joint, we're trying to figure out uh, a time to do a doc talk segment about this Carson Wentz injury, uh, with a foot specialist at the bone and joint Institute. So stay tuned for that as we can try to, you know, doctors are very busy people. And so we have to figure out, uh, when they can, uh, come talk to us about the Carson Wentz injury. Uh, so Zach live at Titans practice yesterday, we're all watching team drills and all of a sudden Frank Wright talks to the media and says that, uh, Carson Wentz will undergo surgery on that foot to remove a bone in his foot. And this injury happened a long time ago, back maybe when he was in high school, which was interesting. And then Frank Wright throughout the, uh, ambiguous five to seven or five to 12 weeks of, of return time for Carson Wentz after this surgery, what was your Initial reaction Zach when you did find out that Carson Wentz was in fact going to have this surgery on spot.
1: Well, I wasn't off put by it because you know 5 to 5 to 12 weeks actually that's a, but 5 to 12 weeks you sit there and you it's a foot. And that's what I said yesterday. Like you can't rush a foot back. And what do we know? I mean we saw this with Yao Ming, we saw this early in Kevin Durant's career. Foots are nothing to play with. They can be career ending. You're on them all the time. And especially with an athletic mobile quarterback like Carson Wentz, he uses that to his advantage. You have to kind of take it slow. And Wentz is gonna wanting to, you know, he's gonna to want to get out there as quick as possible. But as yeah. we said, they probably will slow roll it if they start off like one in four, one at two and six. I'm curious to see how that happens if they start out five and two maybe Wentz is more likely to come back and play but this does create a storyline and a tough situation for the Indianapolis Colts in an AFC South that is really a two-horse race but it's a foot so I I was not surprised about this timetable because you never know how it will react you never How Carson Wentz will feel once this surgery happens?
0: Yeah, a, a few comments. Alex says <clears throat> Wentz out here robbing teams, and Billy Jones says since high school, what the hell, like, exactly? And then uh, Stephen brings up, if this injury dated back in high school, why didn't Carson Wentz report it to the Philadelphia Eagles? How, how did, how did, how has Carson Wentz gone through so many years of college and then so many years of the NFL with this thing just popping up or really popping out? Is what happened? The bone dislocated itself is what it sounds like. But how did all this happen, uh, you know, several, like probably 10 plus years later? Like Carson Wentz is probably approaching his 10-year high school reunion at this point uh, in his career, and he's having this injury come back to bite him now. And it's really costing him and the Colts a lot because the Colts are gunning for it. The Colts traded for Carson Wentz to replace Phillip Rivers, who replaced Andrew Luck, to go win the AFC South, make the playoffs and win in the playoffs, reuniting Frank Reich with a quarterback he had a lot of success with uh, in Philadelphia. And now this old injury has come back to bite them. And, and now like you're saying with this schedule, the Colts open the season with really difficult schedule and we don't know what Carson Wentz is going to be like, because you know, I, I saw the report that that rehab starts two weeks after the surgery, Right. Well, how quickly can he get back? And then once he gets back on the field, that doesn't mean he's going to be a good quarterback because he's had a, a brand new team with new teammates and, and that he's gotten to learn and he's lost a lot of time with that already.
1: Yeah, a lot, I think I think a lot of goes into it, but what are you going to do? Right? I mean, it happened, right? You could sit there, cry over spilled milk, but as we said yesterday, Austin, you said this, every single day that Carson Wentz decides not to get surgery is up in the air. This was the right decision.
0: I agree, uh, and he waited what three three days? It happened on Thursday. He yeah. gave it Friday, Saturday, Sunday to think about it and to see how it felt, and then Monday decided. You know what? Surgery is the right thing for so me. No so no harm,
1: no foul, right? And you, ah, you have to yeah. give him the three days. Now I think that's completely fair.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I would say. Yeah, you were pushing that point of wasting time, right? But three days
1: if it gets to five. You maybe lost a week. So yeah, but but he he made the decision. It is his own body, right? Like, I know in today's age, we don't care about other people's choices of their bodies. They just, uh, you need to do this, you need to do that. But I think for Carson Wentz, you sit there and you, you you let him make the decision that makes him feel comfortable with. We all know the contract stipulation, right? We all know the, the first-round pick that could be up for grabs yeah. with the percentage of snaps played. right? And ultimately... This gives them more time to figure out the quarterback situation without Wentz.
0: Right. So, the, again, the trade stipulation that the Colts traded for Carson Wentz, they gave up a second-round pick to the Eagles. That second-round pick becomes a first-round pick if Carson Wentz plays 75% of the snaps under center for the Colts. And so, uh, right now, the 17-game schedule, what we say, it's it's 12.75 games Is seventy five percent of a seventeen game season, and how that translates to snaps? So, five to twelve weeks, Zach. He could miss. He could be back for week one, or he could be back in like week seven or eight for the Titans and Colts second game. So let's read a a couple of information here. This one is from uh, Doctor Mark Addicks, who is a former uh, athlete turned doctor. He says Carson Wentz foot surgery most likely a removal of the fifth metatarsal avulsion fracture fragment. That's a lot. Uh, usually requires reattachment of that word. Uh, brevis muscle, hence 12-week return to sport. Unlikely much sooner. So Dr. Mark Addix is saying he's expecting Carson Wentz to need the full 12 weeks of recovery, and it's... Well, it's let, el- l- let, me, let me say this. Mm. That
1: right there is a Twitter doctor, okay? So uh, we have to disclose that because... I think he could have good information, but that guy doesn't know. So I I have to disclose that.
0: I think think it's interesting. Yeah, Dr. Anderson is the only guy who knows because he's the one who's performing the surgery. Right, and you have a lot of Twitter and YouTube
1: doctors this day and age trying to get likes, follows, and subscribers to make extra cash and just get extra clicks. So understand what that is. He may be knowledgeable, and he has a following. It is information that I, I think is intriguing, but that is not the rule, right? That's not a guarantee on what Carson Wentz has. I got to just close that.
0: Sure, sure. So here is, so now if Carson Wentz is, according to Dr. Addix, uh more likely to hit the 12 weeks than the five weeks, we can at least say that. In his opinion, the foot, the surgery, the removal and reattachment of a bone is closer to 12 than it is five. Uh, how many games will Carson Wentz miss? Because here's the other information that Chris Mortensen threw out there from ESPN. The Colts are not trading for Nick Foles, Gardner Minshew, or Marcus Mariota at this time. At this time is interesting. They're couching it. Carson Wentz began rehabbing his foot after two weeks from surgery. Hasn't been ruled out week one, but it's optimistic. If this relatively safe surgery and rehab gets complicated, another vet QB will be considered. So at this time... The Colts are going to get Jacob Eason and Brett Hundley as many reps as possible and allow Carson Wentz to have the surgery and two weeks after that uh, start his rehab and then try to see how quickly he can get back on the field. But that's playing with fire if you're the Colts to go with a a late-round draft pick and Jacob Eason, who might have a lot of arm talent, but we haven't really seen Jacob Eason do all that much since he transferred away from Georgia once Jake Fromm beat him out. Well, the outlier
1: is the unknown. And I'll give you an example. I guarantee that Alex Smith's doctors did not tell Alex Smith that this was how it was going to go. Right. Right? You have no idea how your body is going to respond to surgery. When you get you get transplants, you don't know how that organ is going to take. This surgery getting back to athletic play, uh, professional play at that at that point is is an unknown so you can be optimistic but I truly believe week one and this is my personal opinion I would bet a thousand dollars that Carson Wentz does not play week one I will say this though and how many games do you think Carson Wentz will miss for their surgery I think that is a great question because it's all it's all opinion I mean I I, look I'd like to know your opinion you'd like to know mine um, I'd love to know the
0: chat it's a flat-out guess, but we're going to ask it. How many games do you think Carson Wentz will miss with this foot surgery with uh, Frank Reich saying it's 5 to 12 weeks, which could be a back for week 1 or back for week 7? So we'll get to your answers. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute. Whenever you get hurt, make sure you know who to go to and who to trust, and that is the folks at the Bone & Joint Institute. They have over a dozen doctors, including foot specialists, spine, knee, shoulder, hip whatever it might be. They do everything, their uh, brain and and concussion, they do everything there at the Bone and Joint Institute and they streamline the process for you. They don't send you to different offices for testing and imaging and surgery and rehab. It's all under one roof, which means you deal with the same people administratively, which makes life so much easier for you. Boneandjointtn.org. That is boneandjointtn.org.
1: A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Use that promo code right there, A T O Z Sports. Promo code A T O Z Sports. BetMGM. Download the app today in your app store. You can't beat that. Risk free $600 bet for new users with that promo code. They've got you covered as football season approaches. Also, before we get into this, I have to destroy Bobby. Bobby, completely misunderstanding. Are you an idiot, Bobby? And I know you watched the show. I thought you for being smarter than this Bobby says wow talk about fear-mongering organ transplant are not the equivalent as pay as foot bone cleanup Bobby did I say they were equivalent no <laughs> your dumbass just didn't listen I said the analogy of the unknown of a surgery like this you're removing a bone you have no idea how your body will take to the surgery so Bobby get better be better. Okay. You're usually, you usually bring better stuff and comments than this, but this is some of your worst work to date, Bobby.
0: Jesus. All right. How many games do you think Carson Wentz will miss with this foot surgery? Let's go ahead uh, and read uh, some comments. Uh, Rob says he'll miss seven games, which would be the 12 week point of this injury, which means Week eight is Titans at Colts, the second matchup of the season. Uh, Kenneth says two, D says four to six. Jeff says four, and remember, Jeff's a Colts fan, so Jeff is uh is he being pretty honest there? Because <laughs> look, I, I think anyway, the-
1: he's being. Yeah, I mean, he is being honest uh, because we can't, we can't think about this games. We got to think about this week or well, games and weeks, games right? And so weeks. weeks from today.
0: So so week one is six weeks from this past Sunday, right? So if he's back in five weeks, he's making game one. If he misses four games, then that's around the nine to 10 week mark of this injury. Larry says five games. Fude says eight. Marquis says four. Guy says six games. Josh says five games. Lane says five games. Tim says four. Steven says he misses six games from this. Uh, Other Steven says four. Cody says three games max. Apollo says uh, five. David is going 10 to 11 games, which is a month beyond. We're talking 16 that's weeks.
1: complications. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's called uh, the Adoree Jackson effect of something else happened. that, that would, kept That's up. the
1: strangest injury that we never knew. How does a knee injury like that keep you out 10 days? Well,
0: Because he, he clearly re-aggravated it during his 21-day window of returning from IR to the roster. And the Titans just never said anything about it. Kendrick ups the ante with 13 games. Billy says eight. Uh, Ricochet Ray says, I bet he doesn't play until November, no sooner. Uh, which I don't know how many games that is because I have to get a calendar out. Nate says seven games. Calling Mr. Glass. Rob says eight to nine games. Marquise is 10. Man, a lot of you guys are really high <coughs> for this in, in the games overall. Uh, I want to read some more comments here too. Ten weeks says tied up Ohio, which I guess would be uh, five games in this. Uh, Matthew says six regular season games. Rolando just saying all of or all but one. Uh, Bimo says Wentz will miss four, come back too early and re injure then miss the rest of the season. So uh, Bimo, looking at that one there. So Zach, what do you think? How many games do you think Carson Wins will miss? Because we know this: six weeks is game one. Six weeks of this injury is game number one. So five to 12 weeks means he could be back for week one all the way through week seven. So how many games do you think he'll miss?
1: So I I think you look at who they play. I I, I have two answers to this, and I think it depends on if there's complications or not, right? I think if all goes well, I think he misses two games. And I think that the Colts target at Tennessee in week three to bring him back. I think, and coincidentally, Carson Wentz's first game back for 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 Philadelphia was against Tennessee. You remember yeah, that?
0: Yeah, yeah from his uh, from his knee, uh, and then that was when the the Eagles were the defending champs and went to overtime. Corey Davis from Mariota, to game winner. Yeah, that was
1: one of like Corey Davis's like four <sighs> good games of his Titans career. Well, anyway, like,
0: but Carson Wentz well, no, played great. No, that's actually true. There, okay. He played, He had more than four, but, but Gar- that's not the point. Continue. Ah, not me. Just, just move forward. Uh, for the
1: Colts, I think I think they target him missing two games, and he comes back against Tennessee because then you you salvage the season. It's a divisional opponent. If you beat the Titans in Week Three, you kind of have whether what you do against the Rams and, and the Seahawks in the first two games right. doesn't really matter anymore, yeah. right? So I think that's what they're targeting if all goes well. If they have some 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 complications or some setbacks, I, I truly think that you're looking at missing five games and returning at home against the Texans. Right? It makes the most sense because in Week Six they play at home, they host Houston. Houston probably an easy opponent. I don't know what the hell Texans are doing with Deshaun Watson. I don't think they know what He's they're practicing. doing. But you, he's practicing with a
0: fourth string. Like Tyrod Taylor's still getting the snaps. He's just he's just there so he won't get fined. Like literally, that's what he's doing. He's just doing that so he won't get fined fifty grand a day.
1: And the Texans are just there to lose games. Uh, but I, that that I think is, in my opinion, it's either week two or or I guess it would be week three in return missing two games, or week six in return missing five games. That's kind of the scenario. I don't think that this is going to bleed off into week 10 or 12 or anything like no, that.
0: I don't either. And uh, Rob says, this is where we need the dog talks segment. Yeah, we're working on that with Bone and Joint Institute. we got to make sure uh, when the foot specialist has time, because that, obviously he's a very busy guy uh, to have a dog talk segment with us. But that we're hoping to have that in the next <clears throat> day or two. So be uh, stay tuned for that uh, update there too. Elo says, I think he'll miss a half a season. Uh, Dom brings up a good point. He's missing camp with new receivers. Won't be any good. No time for chemistry and and building and timing. I agree. There
1: will be repercussions for this. Dom's absolutely. And, And
0: Rob also has a really good comment too. It's a foot. He'll have to get back in shape. Like when you can't do cardio, but like you can only do so much cardio by riding a bike. Like riding a bike is probably the easiest thing when it comes to pressure on a foot to get some cardio. But if you've ever done a, like if you've ever ridden a bike, like it's not the same thing as doing like uh, sprints and runs and drills and all that kind of stuff. It's different, right? It's a different type of shape. It's good, but it's not the same thing. I don't, is Carson Wentz going to jump in a pool two times a day to go get some laps in uh, to take the pressure off his foot? There, I don't know, but that would be something. That,
1: well, that would probably be the. Re- I'd be curious when we do have that doc talk segment. That's a good question. Like, to how say. do you rehab
0: this? The I, right I, way? But I
1: think you got it right. I, I'm trying to think of other exercises, but. It's non-weight-bearing
0: cycling and pool. Pool. Yeah, get in the pool. And I, that's, you know, I don't know if the Colts have a pool in their facility. Uh besides, sure like,
1: like can, can afford
0: one. Yeah, he needs like the Olympic size so he can actually get some good cardio. But no, all these points are, are solid that uh, I don't know. And it's, it's crazy. So five to 12 weeks, my guess is that it's towards the week 10 of this injury. So I think Carson Wentz misses four or five games. I'm kind of with your your second timeline. I don't think he's going to play week three against the Tennessee Titans.
1: No, I, that's best case scenario for the Colts. But yeah. I do think Carson Wentz will be pushing for that, and and that again it goes to my term that I associate with Carson Wentz. It's recklessness. Uh, it's a, that that's something I feel like typical of Wentz to just be like. Well, I need to play. I, I, I got to play for my team. I've got to prove myself. Sure. And this is just another chip on his shoulder that he had in Philadelphia that he wasn't able to be able to to come out of and be successful with. He got traded. And now he has. he's kind of going through the same thing in Indy where he's like, I have to prove my worth and my value instead of just going
0: out and playing good football. So you know, if 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 we th- we both think Carson Wentz most likely misses four or five games, well, I mean, what's seriously what's the Colts record at that point? Because like the well, Seahawks- so let's go
1: with let's go with your scenario, right? Or let's say our scenario in the second half, he returns week six against the Houston Texans. I mean, Zach, they could be they could legitimately be zero and five. They host. The Seahawks and then the Rams to open the season. Then they're on a three-game road trip at Tennessee, at Miami, at Baltimore before they return home to face Houston. That's, that's a five-game, man, that is a tough stretch. It's they four win. out of those fives are playoff teams, and the Dolphins were the only team at eleven and five to not get in the playoffs yeah, last so, year.
0: So, oh, so every single one of those teams either made the playoffs or won double digit games, right?
1: Yes, they all won du- double.
0: They all, yeah, they all, I wasn't sure about the NFC wild card stuff, but yeah, so yeah, they definitely every double digit win teams in the first five weeks of your season, and you and you probably don't have a quarterback
1: and a three game road trip that's yeah. not what you want that's not what you want so easily 0 and five I, I I don't I don't think they'll go 0 and five but I think it's more than likely going one and four hey, they'll well they they would have a success if they they come out of there two and three
0: <sighs> I mean, if they can win one game without Carson Wentz, and if if they are truly gonna roll with Jacob Easton Zack Like, if this is what Chris Mortensen is saying, the Colts are not trading for Nick Foles, Minshew, or Mariota at this time. You know, if if things get complicated, then another vet will be considered. Like, so if they're just going to go with Jacob Eason and Brett Hundley right now, like, that is a nightmare. They will be lucky to win one game.
1: Did you see what Nick Foles said? Uh, Yes.
0: That he's better than he was when he won the Super Bowl? No, 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 no. They
1: asked him, because he's in Chicago still, they asked him, hey, uh, you know, what's your idea? Are you open to, to the Indianapolis situation of maybe reuniting with Frank Wright? He goes, man, I'm just here taking reps with the third stringers. <laughs> because Andy Dalton's the starter, Justin Fields is the backup, and then you got Nick Foles who's getting paid God knows how much from Chicago. I got to look that up. How much yeah, do you think how, Nick um, Foles is going to make this year?
0: Because this is still his the contract he signed with the Jags, right? That's, st- that's the situation, because he was with the Jags for one. He signed a four-year deal with the Jags.
1: No, so it, it's a new contract uh, with the Bears. So but, he restructured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how, <laughs> how much I, I money know. do you think that he's he's making?
0: I, I remember his Jags deal was for four years for $88 million. So I, I don't know what his... I have no idea what he restructured with, uh, with the Bears. So you'll have to just go ahead and tell me. 6.6. 6. Yeah, I mean, that's...
1: That's not to be a third string
0: quarterback, but he signed. He redid that before he was the third string quarterback. Obviously you would think, right? Like, yeah, that, that wasn't restructured after they drafted Justin Fields. But so if you're the Colts, the Bears have the best quarterback group in the NFL. (laughs) Well, no, they have the most depth. They don't have the best group. And the most depth fair, fair, their, their QB3 is better than anybody else's QB3. He's <laughs> the only QB3 ever to win a Super Bowl as a starting quarterback.
1: Yeah, I guess Flacco's two still, he's not three.
0: I forgot Flacco is still uh, alive. You know where he honest. plays the Jets,
1: yeah, <laughs> no, no, the Eagles. Oh, I don't know,
0: yeah, I mean, again, I completely forgot about it's uh, green,
1: G- but he plays with the Eagles.
0: Yes. So again, I, like, I really think the Colts, you said it this yesterday that the Colts are officially screwed. No, now they're officially screwed because the surgery's happening. And if I, I don't think he's going to play in the first month of the season, I, I think the Colts could legitimately start. zero and five. And that's even if Carson Wentz returns, because even if he returns the play, he's going to have to knock some rust off and he's not going to have really any practice time with a brand new team. So now you look at the Titans schedule in the
1: first five games. We did that for Indy. You know, the Cardinals are a unique opener, right? Because nobody, we don't really know how good the Cardinals can be. I think that they could be very good or they could, it, it all kind of goes with Kyler Murray. So you have that opener. You play at Seattle. That's going to be a tough game. Now with this question mark with Indy, your next three games, your next games, your next three games, Indy at the New York Jets, and at the Jacksonville Jaguars. That is a sign to get off to a good start.
0: Oh, yeah. The the Titans have a great opportunity here uh, to get off to a solid start, especially when those AFC matchups early on in the season. uh, Now, looming...
1: Loom looming after that, two home games, but mind you, against Buffalo and against Kansas City. Well, and that's which,
0: and that's where the Titans will be. Set, they'll either separate themselves as an elite team in the league, or just be a really good playoff team.
1: Though th- that those two games will define. If, and this is kind of another way of saying what you're trying to say is, those two games will define if the Titans are going to be in the running for the only buy in the AFC.
0: And I don't think we expect them to because the chiefs already kind of have that, but, but I do think this,
1: I, I I don't, I'm not saying expect, but those two games can really change things, especially with the division that they're in. They don't have to play the chargers twice like the chiefs do.
0: Yeah. Well, and and possibly having the Colts, their toughest competition in, in their division without the starting quarterback is a, is a big deal because the Titans right after that chiefs game is at Colts. And that's week 13. Like if Carson Wentz is five to 12 weeks is right there. Week 13, I believe is week eight for that Titans Colts second game. I mean, it's crazy on how this injury has really, uh, snowballed in into a way where the Colts were trying to win the division, and now it's like, I don't know what, what are the Colts going to be. Are they going to be a, a six- or seven-win team and be in QB draft purgatory and not know what to do with Carson Wentz and they just trade a second-round draft pick for? Like, it's it's a really bad situation.
1: Yeah, it's a big blow. Well, look, we had... We, we knew who the, the, the good teams were in the AFC. We knew Buffalo was really good. We knew Baltimore was really good. We knew the Titans were really good. And we knew that the Chiefs were really good. But so, like behind that, you had the question marks of... And I, I would say the Browns. I, I hate the damn Browns. But I'll throw the, the Browns, Browns in there. is really good. Right? So, so that's fair. So we knew the Browns were probably going to be good. But what we didn't know... We don't really know about the Dolphins and Tua. We don't really know about the aging Big Ben and the Steelers, and we don't really know about the Indianapolis Colts. Those are the three main teams. And maybe you could sprinkle the Raiders and Chargers in there, but they were in that next group that could ascend to to steal a division or to to get home field advantage, do something like that to get a home game yeah. in the playoffs. Now I think.
0: One team drops out. When right. quarterbacks yeah. get hurt, your teams drop back. Right. And Jason says the Titans play a first-place schedule. That's that's a good point. But uh, in the in the extra 17th game, they get an extra first-place team. They drew the Saints. And that's the right draw. Because the Saints were first-place last year because they had Drew Brees. Now they've got Jameis and, and uh, what's-his-name uh, out there running uh, triple option. Uh, and so I don't know what... We don't know what they're going to be with uh, their new quarterback. Dom says the Chiefs are figured out. Look, the Chiefs are figured out when both their left and right tackle are injured. Like, the Chiefs are still going to be really, really good when they have a healthy offensive line, and they've restructured that O-line as well. A to Z Sports here live on this Tuesday. You got something to add?
1: No, I was just going to say – you, you talk about the Saints, them getting the Saints. The only other best-case scenario would be to get the Washington football team, who last year was 7-9, and nine, but because of the Breeze exit, the Saints are, are the next best team to get that draw.
0: Well, and the... Washington's front seven is terrifying. I mean, it's, they're really good.
1: And you were thinking of Taysom Hill, not that. Yeah. Uh, I, know. T- I
0: don't know why I couldn't think of Taysom Hill's name, but you know, it doesn't, he doesn't matter. He's irrelevant to me. All right. It is sports. Let's get to the Titans quarterback because uh, I sent out a tweet yesterday that said Ryan Tannehill has thrown five interceptions in training camp in five days. And I said, who picked him off? And there were some responses that were just freak out mode from Titans fans let's break down these five INTs from Ryan Tannehill but first Zach tell everybody about Calvin and Soto
1: yeah Calvin and Soto is where you need to go to get your hardwood floor. 615-448-6414 that's 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsolo.com I talk about them all the time because they can completely redesign your house the feel of your house and turn it into a home let's just face it rip up that old carpet or the old hardwood floors the tile that you've had in your house for years and upgrade if you want a lighter model go right here this thing is slick i i I talk about the rivoli but this this has a nice hue to it and you can you can easily get this thing installed once you pick it out one to two weeks in your house. 615 448 6414 or online at CalvinandSubtle.com. Go ahead and knock on some wood if you're with me.
0: I think you're with me, calvinandsuttle.com. BetMGM, download the app today. Use our code ATOZ Sports and you get a risk-free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. That is BetMGM, the King of Sports Books. They've got so many great things coming up. Uh, for the NFL season. So jump on board now and visit bedmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years old or must be president of Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Here live talking about Ryan Tannehill's five interceptions. Uh, So people were freaking out about this. And so we want to ask you guys a question. Is it a big deal, small deal, or no deal that Ryan Tannehill has thrown five picks in five practices. Is it a big deal, small deal, or no deal that Ryan Tannehill has five interceptions in five practices. So he's threw two to Monty hooker one on Wednesday, one on a uh, Friday. He threw two to Jack rabbit Jenkins on Saturday. And then yesterday, Christian Fulton had a pick six on a red zone out to AJ Brown. He squatted on that route took it, and I thought he had he had it going the other direction. And then Christian Fulton, Zach, dropped two other interceptions. The second one could have also been a pick six on the other side of the field, and the third one was a jump ball in the end zone that he couldn't come down with, but he did break it up. But Christian Fulton was everywhere yesterday. Ryan Tannehill throwing five interception, interceptions in five practices. Now, the good thing about this is he's thrown them to – Starters. <laughs> he hasn't been throwing them to uh guys who aren't going to make the team. He's throwing them to Amani Hooker, who led the team in picks last year, your second-round draft pick from a year ago, and your free-agent cornerback who has to come in and be your best guy. So that's a that's the positive thing in this that your top DBs are making plays. But is this a big deal, small deal, or no deal that Ryan Tannehill has thrown five picks in as many practices?
1: Well, look, it's not a no deal because you don't want to throw the ball to the other team and that's kind of what he's been, whether it's in practice or in a game so now I do think he can learn from it and I also don't think it's a big deal because as we know Mariota his rookie training camp wouldn't throw a pick and he ended up not being a good quarterback so like I think it's right there nestled into the small deal and the small deal is this teaches Tannehill to get better it also shows me, I think, what you were alluding to is maybe this defense and this secondary has improved from last year, so that's a good deal. But yeah, he needs to clean this up. He's got better wide receivers. He's got a he's got to hone in on his accuracy that we know Tannehill has. He also doesn't have the threat of Derrick Henry, right? Like the, he's playing a different game in practice. So, uh, and and that's good. You use it like a batting donut, right? without the threat of Henry. And Julio Jones isn't playing that many team reps, as I hear. So it's a small deal because he doesn't have his full arsenal with him, but he's got to get better, and he's got to get more accurate. That's the number one key for a quarterback in the National Football League.
0: Yeah, so Bimo says interceptions on targeting a non-starter wide receiver. No, the one to Fulton yesterday uh, was to A.J. Brown. And the second one that Fulton dropped – was also to AJ Brown. So, you know, well, you like
1: that he's trying to go to AJ. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And look, Tannehill, he hasn't been great, but he's not been terrible. Like, and so he was off. He missed Cody Hollister in the back of the end zone for a touchdown yesterday. He overthrew Hollister. He overthrew Julio Jones in the back of the end zone as well. Do it really, do. Do it really high. Uh, and so Julio also dropped the touchdown pass from Tannehill and then they connected on one down the scene. That was a great throw, great catch. There would have been contact at the catch point in the end zone if it were in a game. But so here's how I break this down. Zach, there are two types of practice interceptions. There's the interception. That's a bad throw because or a bad read that's within the time of the play. And then there's the practice interception that's late in the down and you just throw it to throw it. you You have
1: nothing to lose.
0: Because it's practice, there's nothing to lose. You're at least giving your wide receiver and the DB an opportunity to get a jump ball rep, to go after a a ball or something like that. So Ryan Tannehill's interceptions, all all of them are not that you throw it just to throw it because it's practice. They're all within the scheme of the play. They're all within the regular timing of, catch the snap, drop, throw, pick. And they've, they've been great plays by Hooker, by Jenkins, and by Christian Fulton yesterday. And so it's it's a small deal because Ryan Tannehill has also shown some inaccuracies. Uh, the, the second one to Hooker, I don't know what was happening because Hooker undercut a route where it looked like Cam Batson was wide open for a 30-yard gain, But then it was so poorly thrown, or you don't know what happened there, but Hooker dropped back and read the eyes of the QB. and made a play, which is good to see, but Tannehill shouldn't have thrown that inaccurate of a pass. So I say it's a small deal overall because there's still either bad throws or bad decisions or late throws from Tannehill to a certain spot.
1: And uh, the one thing I'd say uh, and repeat is are the defenders in this type of position if they're having to worry about the king in the backfield
0: the king's not in the
1: backfield at the
0: time yeah and and you know right but but doesn't that make a world of difference because if you're worried about
1: 22 running train over your ass and going for 75 and a touch you may not be in the same position as if Darrington Evans is kind of going looping back out, trying to pass block or going out for a route, right? That there's a huge difference in my opinion. I, I think we are on the same page that it is a small deal. It's not a big deal, and it's definitely not a no deal because interceptions are bad. But it's also not Tua throwing five picks in a in a in a practice that he did in minicamp.
0: <laughs> yeah, or or Trevor Lawrence apparently threw three yesterday too, and Trevor Lawrence is going to do that. But it o, Omar says no deal because of Derek. Uh, Dom says the defense is practiced against them every day. They know what they're going to do. LOL. I mean, yeah, that's to an extent, but it's early on in this camp. Like, you know, they haven't even put the pads on yet. And Tannehill stone, you know, five picks in five days. There was only one day that he did not throw an interception in practice uh, because he threw two to Jenkins on Saturday. And again, like, you love if, Jackrabbit getting if, after it. If Christian Fulton would have caught those two balls yesterday and Tannehill would have thrown three picks to Fulton in one day, what would you feel any differently? With the with, with two of them being pick sixes? It
1: would have been a different question. But that's the reason why Christian Fulton's not a wide receiver, as they say, right?
0: <laughs> yep. I mean, Christian Fulton was all over it. like. But that's good. And, and what did Mike
1: Vrabel, before training camp, He complimented Christian Fulton saying he's a different player, just like Firk. So they had seen this, and maybe Christian Fulton, I I predicted the Titans to draft Christian Fulton. The caveat with that is in the first round. So maybe it was just he needed some more development, and that's why he fell to the second round,
0: and now we're seeing him develop. See, it's funny because I, I, I've i been at practices for A to Z. I've missed Saturday's practice, but I've been at every other practice, and Luke has been there too. The videos that we post last week of the wide receivers versus DBs and one-on-ones are the wide receivers winning, and the comments are, oh, my God, the secondary sucks. And then now we're talking about, oh, Tannehill's throwing five picks, and people are saying, "Well, it's just practice. But like you're not giving credit. The secondary is much.
1: It's a tough year, right? It's a, your back-to-back years where fans cannot go watch their team and practice and see it with their own two eyes. And this obviously, not necessarily because of COVID, but because of construction on St. Thomas Sports Park. That also, like, the fans in the chat, I know you guys would be at practice. I've seen many of you at practice. So that, that I also think, influences what the perception of what is going on it does, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's pretty interesting, but, you know, Tannehill needs to play better. He needs to start sharpening up and, and being more accurate and being on the same page with his guys and completing these passes uh, against uh, his DBs in practice. And there needs to be more push and pull. And Mike Vrabel was asked about the interceptions in training camp, and he, he basically said you know, half of them are – good plays with the defense and half of them are bad decisions by the offense. And so I, I kind of feel like with Tannehill's there are more good plays by the defense with Deshaun Kaiser's interceptions there. And there have been plenty of those in training camp for the first five practices. Deshaun Kaiser's interceptions have been bad decisions uh, or poor throws that, or the combination of both. That Tannehill's, are, Tannehill's are more good plays by the DB's because it's the starters picking him off. And
1: that aligns with the player that Deshaun Kaiser is.
0: Yep, no doubt. A to Z Sports here live on this Tuesday. Let's go ahead and get after it. It's time for sports trivia. Every Tuesday, we have 10 sports trivia questions. We're all on the same team. We're trying to go eight and two today. There's only one rule, and that is zero Googling. No Googling, guys. Let's try to get uh, back on track with an eight and two day. We're 73% correct through seven weeks. During this stretch, but first let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. The professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply head to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit, uh, and it's creating extra cash flows for you and your family. That'll really help you out make big money in the long run at RentersWarehouse.com.
1: A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Do not forget to download the app today, whether you're on Android or the iPhone. A-T-O-Z Sports is the promo code for new users. Risk-free $600 bet. That could come in handy as football season is right on the horizon. Hell, Austin, it's Tuesday. Football coming our way. How about them Cowboys? Hey. And, and the, the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Hall of Fame game on Thursday night. Right. I'm getting excited about that.
0: And we're less than a month away from uh, the the first SEC opening game. Vols are September second. It's August third, so we're less than a month away from there.
1: That's absolutely
0: correct. Yeah. All right, Zach. We've got ten trivia questions, sports trivia questions. We got to go eight and two today. We there's no we have no other choice but to go eight and two. So let's get this thing rolling.
1: Man, unfortunately, we're starting with a hard question. In what year did judo become an Olympic sport? So um, I, I will give, because of the question, I will give a one year on either side grace. Okay, <sighs> one year on either side grace. So we got a three year opportunity.
0: In what year did judo? It yeah, does it matter because we know which years of the Olympics. So one plus plus and minus. Oh yeah, one you're right. Uh,
1: yeah, so that's thrown out. You got. We got to get the year. Fair. That was good. That was a good point right there. Uh, <laughs> in what year did you, you would have gotten it wrong. Either. Well, it still would have mattered, right? Well, yeah, we know the Olympic year. You're you are correct. So we gotta get it. In what year did judo What is be- <laughs> judo? <laughs> I was trying to be nice.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, hey, Titan Scowl says it was in the 60s for sure. My grandfather was huge into judo. Oh, okay. Ed says 60. Tony says I'm going to guess during the 60s. So, so now, now we gotta, we've narrowed it down. So now we got to find the 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 Olympic years for this in the 60s. So how how can we best get to this by counting backwards by 4? 96 was Atlanta, right? So 92, 88, 84, 80, 76, 72, so 68 or 64 or 60. 60 64 68 those are our three we're getting a lot of 64s and 68s hmm.
1: yeah I, I don't know so I, I let's go like, yeah. well,
0: can we can we do a plus or mi- minus one Olympic games no let's go 64. 64 final A to Z
1: The correct answer is 1964.
0: Hey, we got it right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. All right. We're one and oh, I need some extra thinking on this. I'm going to pop in this bubble gum.
1: Oh, finally. I, I was waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting. Finally. Way to go, Austin. Proud of you. Two weeks later, I'm proud of you. Um, next question, NBA question: What is the most number of points ever scored by David Robinson in a NBA regulation game? David Robinson. So my gut is seventy-one. It's either 71 or seventy-two? I think it's seventy-one.
0: David it's Robinson 70. didn't. David He's, Robinson did not score, he score he
1: did. seventy. I yeah, he did. Really. It's it's 70, 71, or 72. I that's now I need some
0: help from the chat. I want to say it was 71. Um Theron Xavier says 71. Monsoon says 72. Right. I, I, that's kind of where I'm at. 71 too. Alfonso says definitely 71. That's what I that's that was my initial gut. All right, Rob says 71. And Danny says, think you're right at 71. So and then Lil' Kilo says, let's go 71, Zach. All right, little kilo, let's go 71. Final A to Z. We're wrong. 73. Mm. God. Or we, ah, no. All right, we're one and one. I guess, I don't remember that. Tall Texan says he's a huge Spurs fan, and the answer is 71, but it's also not. Monsoon says, no, that ain't right. It's definitely 71. Eli- That's what Eli- I thought. Should we fact check it? I am fact
1: checking it. It's 71. I remember the game. You fact check
0: that. I'll keep chewing this hubba
1: Yeah, it's 71. This is now this.
0: All right. So we're right.
1: What is the most number of points ever scored by David Robinson in an NBA regulation game? It is right. All right it's 71 or two and out let's keep rolling that's disappointing that this is wrong yeah it was against the clippers all right two and out let's roll in la all right um next up who is the baseball player nickname pronk p-r-o-n-k who is the baseball player nickname
0: pronk Hmm. Man. Uh, Greg says we should fact check every answer moving forward. Not unless we get it wrong.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay, well there's only been out of like however many hundreds of questions. I think they've, they've only gotten two that were in question. When the LXA LA galaxy was created and this one, This one, I don't understand why it's 73. Is that it?
0: I don't know. Makes sense.
1: Yeah, so back to the uh, Rob Pronkowski, just guessing. (laughs) Uh, So the question is,
0: who is the baseball player nicknamed Pronk? Dustin Uh, says Travis Hafner, 90%. I mean, I think we're going to have to go Travis Hafner. The pitcher? Travis Hafner was a uh, fielder. Who was the
1: Padres closer that was so good?
0: That was um, Trevor Hoffman.
1: Trevor Hoffman.
0: Come on, those um, belts, man. I man. I think we need to go Travis Hafner.
1: You want to lock it in?
0: Travis Hafner finally to Z to get to
1: 3-0. The correct answer is Travis Hafner.
0: All right. 3-0. Let's
1: roll. Next question to the pitch what soccer position does John Bush play? What soccer position does John Bush play?
0: I don't know, but Aaron says the hubba sounds good. Uh, am I making a lot of noise while chewing this damn gum? No, I,
1: just, you sound like you have marbles in your mouth.
0: That's because it's very juicy, nah. but also <laughs> disgusting.
1: <laughs> you don't hear that word a lot um goal a lot
0: of people are saying goalie goal pe- goalkeeper
1: is he a goalie
0: that's what uh, and that's what people are saying david you, and seth and louie all saying goalie you are it in i mean whatever why not goalie finally is Z. goalkeeper correct answer all right we're four and i like this trend
1: all right next up the 2013 nfc championship game was aired on what network More time. The 2013 NFC Championship game was aired on what
0: network? It has to be Fox, right? Or would it be NBC for some reason? Oh, it's it's got to be Fox is the obvious. Or it's a trick question. So, so
1: who who played in this? If it was Seahawks. But she was wor- Aaron Andrews working for Fox at the time. It's Fox. It has to be okay. Fox.
0: If it's Fox, then we're. I'm thinking too hard.
1: It has to be Fox. They
0: had that contract. Now John says, "Not if Fox had the Super Bowl that year. If Fox had the Super Bowl that year, then then the NFC Championship game was probably NBC."
1: Oh, is that how that works? May uh, maybe I don't think so.
0: Everybody's saying fox. I feel like fox is the fox we- is
1: the answer. It has to be the. All answer. right,
0: let's go. Ah, uh, okay, let's go. Fox, finally, to he?
1: The correct answer is fox, baby. Okay, I knew yeah. that. I mean that. That's done deal. All
0: right, we're five and zero oh here on this trivia. But real quick, let me tell you about Mandu. We got five more questions to go. Mandu's workouts are quicker than this trivia segment. I'll tell you that much. Mandu.com, your first workout's free. It's a 15-minute workout of full-body electronic muscle stimulation. Again, Mandu.com. It is for everybody, young, old, in shape, out of shape. You got old injuries or new ones. It doesn't matter. Achieve your fitness goal at Mandu.com.
1: All right. Next up is another nickname. Which tennis player was dubbed... The dude from Dade. So I assume it's Dade County, which is Miami. And I don't think it's Pitbull. Which tennis player was dubbed the dude from Dade?
0: I've never heard that. I don't know. But speaking of tennis, I cannot wait to see the movie about Serena and Venus's dad played by Will Smith.
1: I am very curious about that. And this is a question. I, I have no idea. This is just... I watched that trailer. Was was he a good father? Or was he a villain? Or was he like... I mean, I know he was hard on Serena and, and Venus. I don't know the backstory of it. But did they um, resent him because of the way he, that he treated her? Or well, was I think he, you're
0: thinking of like Tiger Woods' dad. I mean, I yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And again, maybe
0: I'm misconstruing him because... Yeah. Or was he a? I, I don't know. I don't know, I guess, but we're getting Courier as the answer for this. Jim Courier played him in all the arcade games, so I say we go to Jim. Jim Courier, Final A to Z. I,
1: we kind of got distracted there with that Serena thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to? You we're locking it in.
0: Yeah, that was a big bubble. The dude from Dade is Jim Courier. All right, we're six and zero. Oh. Man, my bubbles have been great. Uh, Zach's probably not watching me here on the no, screen because he's not. got two people. I'm, I'm not. But
1: um, another year question What year was the first two person volleyball game recorded? What? What year was the first two person volleyball game recorded?
0: <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. David says 1984. There's it's, no way. Uh, 3000 BC says Aaron. <laughs> um, Omar says 1984. He goes these questions
1: today, but we're 6-0, oh, aren't we? Yeah.
0: Ronnie says, was it in the 80s? Like, <laughs> I mean, why are people saying the 80s?
1: Because it's know. beach
0: volleyball. Beach volleyball is this, right? The beach volleyball absolutely feels like an 80s thing. Just kind of vibe. Yeah, but that, that wasn't the, ever recorded. I Well, because think about it. Like, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. Because volleyball in, like, indoor volleyball, there's, what, six players? And then a lot of outdoor volleyball, there was four. And then it's two for the Olympic for sand or yeah. beach or whatever.
1: So, what are we for? Want? Whatever
0: reason, people are saying 84.
1: Do you want to go with that?
0: Sure, why not? Final A to Z, 1984. <laughs> You're way off. 1884. 1930. <laughs> okay. All right. So, we're six and one. That, let's finish you know. strong here. Let's get these last three right.
1: Uh, let's see here. So this is kind of too easy, but I, uh, I think this is. I, Just ask it. We need we need to lay up because of time. Which golf term is defined as a club with a metal head? Iron. Right.
0: Yeah, an iron. Final A to Z iron to get to seven and one.
1: That is correct.
0: Okay. Two more questions we got, we're time's ticking.
1: I I know you're pressuring, but you're making the game bad. So what, what, what record did the dolphins finish with for the 2013 season? Hmm.
0: 2013. I have no idea.
1: What record did the Dolphins well I guess Tannehill was not this was a No he was there. He was? Yeah. Did he make the it's playoffs? Seven and nine. That
0: year? Uh What year was Tannehill drafted? Tannehill was drafted in 2012. Right. Which was the Andrew Luck draft, right? So this would have been his second year. So like seven and nine sounds right. Eight and eight? We got a couple of eight and eight guesses, a six and 10 guess. A lot of eight and eight guesses. I think seven and nine. Titans Kyle says if that was year two, they were eight and eight. So now eight and eight is the most popular chat answer. So what do you think? Should we go with the chat? Let's, let's go with the chat. All right. Eight and eight. Final A to and the chat comes through. It is eight and eight. All right. We are eight and one. If we get this, we're nine and one. We now, need this. This would be. It is huge. a tough question. Okay.
1: How many attempts did it take me hung Kim to qualify for the LPGA tour? How many attempts did it take me hung Kim to qualify for the LPGA,
0: uh, Louis says four. Says <laughs> Louis says four. <laughs> uh, we got threes coming in. Three seems to be a popular answer.
1: How many attempts did it take Mi Hung Kim to qualify for the LPGA? Austin's got to run to practice, so we gotta, we gotta. Lock Let's go in.
0: three. Three is the most popular answer. Say so three. Final A to Z for nine and one. Is this the best record ever? We've never gone ten and oh. We've good. We've done nine and one a couple times.
1: <laughs> Trick question. One.
0: <laughs> ah, oh, no man, crap. Well, I finally blew my bubbles. Zach didn't see any of my bubbles. Nah, my man. last one, right as you were asking that question, was massive, and it went all over my nose. So you have to go back and watch that one. But eight right, guys. and two,
1: huh? eight and two
0: eight and two so that is us we are at 60 no we're at 59 divided by 80 so we're still at 74 percent. so we're still
1: and chopping away we went so quick that i do not feel like anybody could google right I so agree. yeah i think pace. that's
0: all authentic it was a good pace all right guys have a uh, great rest of your tuesday buck rising back tonight it is Esports Prime Time. The podcast network's got new content out there. It is Esports Podcast Network, and we'll see you guys uh, later on. Great tr- uh, practice content coming out. Pads are popping today. We'll see you guys later.
1: Adios.